0: Hi, I'm Coach John Cook, and this is uh, a long-delayed new episode of the Talking Hoops with Coach John Cook podcast. Um, we're going to title this episode, You Can't Make This Stuff Up. Uh, 2020 just keeps continuing to be a, an unbelievable experience and incredibly challenging in so many ways. In and, and today's episode of the podcast, we're going to talk a little bit about what exactly has happened uh, in my life personally as, as pertains to basketball and why the podcast has kind of been... On shutdown, but it's just uh, when you when you couple everything that has already happened in 2020 uh, up with the, the the pandemic and and now obviously the election season and and all of these things that we're dealing with as a country, it, it feels a little bit odd to talk about myself uh, to a degree on an episode of the podcast. But a lot of things have changed uh, in in my basketball world over the last uh, four weeks or so, and uh, they're they're gonna it's going to impact the podcast. Already has and will continue to. Uh, But you really you can't make this stuff up, and and the best we're going to do we can do is try to get through it well, and and do well what's in front of us next. And uh, I again appreciate you listening to the podcast, and uh, hope that after today's episode you have a little bit better understanding of what's going on, and more importantly maybe what's ahead of us uh, after we get through this coming season. Thanks again for listening to the podcast. Mm Hi, I'm Coach John Cook, and this is the Talking Hoops podcast. Uh, for those of you that listen regularly to the podcast, I just want to say, again, another thank you. I, I feel like I do this a lot, but I'm so appreciative of those of you that tune in regularly and listen regularly, and the feedback that I get continues to be really encouraging. Obviously, it's been a couple of weeks uh, since anything's been posted or shared through the podcast, and I want to apologize for that. Again, a lot of you who listen regularly will know this. Uh, some of you may not, but uh, things took a little bit of a turn about three weeks ago for me uh, and, and made it so that the podcast has kind of had to go on the back burner for a little while. Um, my son's high school coaching job became available uh, where he is a senior in high school um, because of some unforeseen circumstances that resulted in uh, the coaches uh, leaving the program and uh, needed to to have the position filled. And And I can say honestly, again, for those of you that I know well, Uh, Those of you that I reached out to or that reached out to me that it it meant a great deal to have uh, some of the feedback, encouragement and instruction, advice uh, and just thoughts that that many of you had about the the situation that I was in. And and I want to say for the good of anybody that may be listening that, um, you know, this is a situation that wasn't planned for, not one that I anticipated and not even one that I had necessarily uh, decided to do until uh, really the last minute uh, when it became available and as I said, my son is a high school senior. And when he and I talked about it the afternoon that, that we learned, you know, that the job was going to be open and that, that they would need a high school head coach, um, I was really direct with my son and, and shared with him that um, just the fact that I had a senior son on the team that I had coached in the program before um, and that I lived really, really close, about six miles from the school, and I had head coaching experience, that the likelihood is that I would probably get contacted. Um, there were roughly three weeks give or take, uh, between the day of the resignations and the scheduled day to start the first practice. And so three weeks, obviously, is not a lot of time. And I don't think it was any statement of arrogance uh, when I said that I thought it would be likely that I would get contacted about the position. And and the really interesting thing is that when I said to my son, I I need you to be all in on this if if I'm going to do it when you're a senior, if I'm going to coach you as a senior, obviously, I'm going to need you to be all in. Uh, on that, and and my son's initial response was, "Dad, I'm I'm not all in on, on you doing it." And <laughs> I've I've shared this with many of you. I said, "You know that stings a little bit. You want to tell me why exactly you're not all in mm-hmm. on it?" Um, and and my son, to to his credit, was really direct with me. Uh, I don't know how many of you have raised teenage boys, but and my son's just shy of 18 years old, and as a high school freshman or sophomore, he got really quiet. He just became a kid that didn't have a lot to say. Um, and really, for a lot of his life was kind of that way. But he and I talked pretty regularly when he was younger. You know, and like most kids today, he's experienced a lot of things that maybe I can't relate to. you know, um, he he lived through his mother and I getting divorced and handled that really with at least from the outside looking in what was seemed to be a great deal of grace and courage and um, you know, he was young then he was, I don't know, eight or nine years old, you know, when that was what was going on. And, and now at 17 years of age, um, you know, I, I think at times I discounted what my son had become, I, you know, my son is a basketball kid, he chose to give up all the other sports um, after his eighth or ninth grade year, and just be a basketball kid. And I wasn't necessarily something I encouraged, it really wasn't something I wanted. But uh, at the same time, it was his decision and when I say that, I'm not saying that he became just a, a singularly focused workaholic kind of kid. I you know, I think my son would tell you that I probably have been pretty honest with him about the fact that I think he could have worked harder uh, at his game and could have dedicated more to it than he has. But as things go uh, with my son, basketball, I mean, by comparison, it is the one thing that he loves. and And so, you know, we've shared that uh, for for a lot of his life. Um, in fact, when his high school coach, when Coach White was hired, um, I had had tried to recruit Coach coming out of high school and and um, to come to Bluffton to play for us. And knew him from his time when he was a younger kid coming to camp at Northern. So I knew Coach White pretty well, and I actually coached my son's eighth grade class um, that first year when when they were eighth graders in Coach White's first year because they didn't have uh, some junior high coaches. So. My sons played for me. Um, We we did a little bit of travel ball in the summers, nothing high-end or or upscale. We didn't do the AAU circuit or anything like that, but played some AYBT tournaments and put together a team locally of some kids from two or three or four different high schools. And it was funny because at the time that we did that, I had had told my son rather openly that really all I really wanted was to spend some time in the gym with him, and I wanted him to develop relationships uh, with some kids from some other schools around the game because I think the game has been so good to me in that area of relationship. And, and to his credit, he bought into that hook line and sinker. And, um, for the next three summers after that, that eighth grade year, we, we we spent time doing that when I actually tried to encourage him to, to step up a level, maybe play a high level, higher level of competition and, and play for somebody else. He just continually would say things like I really love these guys and they, they all want to do this. So I want to be a part of it. And, and I I say that just simply to kind of to paint a background for, what happened with my son and I when when this situation came up? Because when he said he wasn't all on board with it, um, I had made the mistake of assuming that because my son had gotten really quiet during his probably I don't know eighth grade year, ninth grade year, tenth grade year for sure, become much less open, talked a lot less. I just I think I made the mistake of assuming that because he wasn't talking a lot, that meant that he wasn't thinking a lot. And and I learned a great deal about my son through this process, and I think probably because of that, a little bit about myself uh, and, and and how I need to approach things a little bit differently across the board. But why, why I say that is that when I asked him about being all in and he said he wasn't, and I wanted to know why, I, you know, my fear was that he just didn't want to play for me because, you know, I'm pretty hard on him and pretty demanding. And obviously, because of the situation we're in, the, the reason, a, a part of the reason, not the reason, but a part of the reason that the job it was open to begin with is that there's been a lot of, of really good players leave the program over the last several months. And 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 Ada had kind of gone from being a school that was looking to maybe win 13, 14, or 15 games if things went really well, uh, to, to having lost a ton of talent and being really uncertain about what kind of on-court success uh, that might be possible in terms of wins and losses. And I just wasn't sure exactly where my son's head was. And when he said to me, uh, his explanation, I, again, like I said, it was humbling because I learned a lot. I was really proud of my son, and, and basically, it, the explanation I got from my son was Dad, I have no problem playing for you, and most of our seniors won't have a problem playing for you. But he said, "Let's face it, Dad, you're 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 pretty old school, and uh, I'm not sure all these younger guys are are going to be able to buy into that right away." And and he said. You know, I just became a leader in this program, uh, maybe the only leader in terms of a guy with experience and in, in the senior class. And he said, I'm going to have to lead in a way that I have never had to lead before. And he said, honestly, Dad, I don't even know if I know how. But he said, if, if I'm trying to be an on-the-court leader for these guys and they're not buying into the the way that you do things, then that's going to make my life really hard, and I don't know that I can afford that. And um, you know, it kind of blew me away a little bit that my son – could, could share that well um what his thoughts were and i hadn't ever considered it from that perspective which is a little bit selfish on my part um but it, like i said i learned a lot and and that was probably a thursday or a friday when we had that conversation and sometime within the next 24 hours or so i got a, i guess that was a thursday i got a phone call uh from the administration at ada and asked them if if they would uh, what their thoughts were about the situation. And they, 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 were honest. You know, the, the first statement was we, we called because we know that you've got, um, some connections around here. You've been around here a long time. Maybe there would be somebody you could recommend. And, um, I did make a recommendation and that didn't, that didn't happen. Uh, what I said when I made the recommendation was, I think there's a chance this guy will talk to you. He's got head coaching experience and might be good if you talk to him, to him first. I know that would have been my son's preference would to be to play for somebody else. And, um, if for no other reason than that, I, I thought it was probably best that they look a different direction, and then if that turned out not to be an option, they could, they could come back to me, which they did um, on that I don't know Saturday or Saturday morning or something uh, that weekend, and and so the decision was was kind of a difficult one from from that point forward because it really wasn't something that I felt a thousand percent convinced was. what everybody wanted and over the next couple of days when i had asked for some time to think about it and have some conversations with my wife have more conversations with my son um the the challenging decision was you know do we do do we do this because it makes the most sense basketball wise or do we you know not do this and and let kind of the, the cards fall where they may um you know because of the fact that it's it's so much of it's beyond our control and I thought my son had demonstrated a lot of of uh, insight and and deep thinking, and I I already knew with the things he'd been through in his life, and with many of his friends leaving the program, and his coaches ultimately uh, leaving shortly thereafter, that that he you know he handled all that really well. He was probably going to handle whatever the decision was pretty well. And when we talked about you know the options that were on the table, I I mean there's no sense in being anything but honest. I mean we we talked about whether or not staying. Uh, at Ada was the best thing for my son. And, um, you know, he had made the statement even clear back in the summer when when a number of the players that were in the program had decided to transfer elsewhere that the coaching staff had put a lot of, of time and effort into him and he had gotten opportunities uh, as a younger player that he probably wouldn't have gotten in a lot of programs uh, to play varsity as a sophomore and some of those things. And, uh, and he didn't want to leave uh, that coaching staff. And then on, on the heels of the coaches making the decision to, to move on that, that they had every right to make. And and, and I want to reiterate this. I have the utmost respect for how the basketball coaches at Ada high school over the last four years have operated their program. And if I were in the shoes that they were in at the time that they were in them, um, I'm not sure I wouldn't have made the exact same decision that they made. So I, I'm, this, none of this has anything to do with any disagreement with that scenario whatsoever uh, and, and at all. And, and, But my son's decision then, you know, on the heels of that was basically driven by his, his love for his teammates. And again, learned a lot about my son, because there were a lot of on the surface, a lot of simpler options available, I think to us and to him. And, and when he said, you know, dad, I got to stay, there's nobody left for these guys, um, you know, that's been through some of this and done some of these things. Like I got to stay for these guys now. And, and so, Setting all those things aside and and realizing that the decision has been made, my son is going to stay where he is, going to play at at Ada High School as a senior. Um, And you know, it was kind of in our court to decide about the coaching position. It wasn't really even an easy decision for a couple of days after that because I've got a a wife that's never been a head coach's wife before. I've got two-year-old twin daughters at home. I've got obviously a son that's a high school senior. Uh, there are going to be a lot of different directions that we're going to get pulled, and, and, and the year that's ahead of us by itself is going to be remarkably challenging. And and uh, it was over a couple of day period that we had conversations about all of those things, and ultimately what it came down to was, you know, my son saying to me, you know, I would rather it not have gone this way, but, Dad, I, I kind of need you to do this. Now, if you want to do it, I kind of need you to do it. And if you don't want to, he said, I, I respect that, and you don't have to do it, but – at this point we don't have a lot of options and we don't have any good ones and you know other than than you doing this so if if, if you if you want to do it i kind of need you to do it and so that's that's ultimately what's transpired over the last month um in, in kind of a whirlwind we agreed to take the the coaching position i became the head basketball coach at Ada high school which ironically uh comes about 25 years exactly after the first time i was hired to be the head basketball coach at Ada high school when i was coming right out of college so Uh, That's a a story for another day. But at any rate, um, that's why the podcast has kind of been on hiatus. Um, I do have some episodes recorded that I'll be releasing over the next few days um, just to get, you know, some more content back out there. But I had intentionally held some of these back when this happened because I thought a couple week break would probably be good. And then I wanted to make sure that I still, you know, wanted to try to put out some of the podcasts over the next little bit of time, there's undoubtedly going to be a long break during the season and hopefully we'll get to have a season as it turns out. Um, I'm recording this on a Sunday and we are uh, more than a week past when we were supposed to have started practice and we didn't get to Our practice was supposed to start on October 30th. And we couldn't start on the 30th. We couldn't practice any of that weekend. And we couldn't practice any of the, the, the following week because of a, of a COVID-19 outbreak at the school. And a lot of kids being quarantined and the school's decision to go remote learning. Um, ultimately to ease back into the possibility of having practice, which is supposed to start tomorrow. Uh, November the 9th is supposed to be our first actual day of practice. And um, we're looking forward to getting started. We won't have all of our kids by any stretch uh, probably till Thursday of this coming week. When most of them come off quarantine from from social or from contact tracing and and, and all those things, so um, but I do want to I guess let listeners know that there will be a podcast getting published um, early this week, and I'm really excited about it. I'm going to have a a podcast published with Chris Oliver of BasketballImmersion.com and the host of the Basketball Podcast. If you're a a junkie and in coaching at all, you're probably very well aware of Chris and his background. He was a Canadian college coach. Uh, for 23 years, and then uh, decided to start this new venture, basketballimmersion.com and, and the basketball podcast, and he's got a remarkable network of coaches that he works with, and he brings on to the podcast, and And the topics that they cover and the depth that they get into it with is really, really tremendous, and I just think Chris Oliver is as deep a thinker as we've got in our game today, and I've been looking forward to having the podcast on. We actually recorded it several weeks back. It's It's been Delayed in getting it published, but I'm so looking forward to to publishing that one. I've got a couple of other episodes as well that I'll be publishing over the next couple of weeks, um, and that's going to get us, you know, well into well beyond Thanksgiving. Um, if I space them out, probably get closer to Christmas, and then and then from from December on through February, probably won't be any new content. But I can't make any promises. I just don't expect that there will be time for for new episodes. But if you are a regular listener and you've been Wondering what happened? Now you know. A lot of you probably already know, but but many of you may not. And now you have an awareness. There will, like I said, there will be a, a, a podcast episode published early this week, and probably early each of the next two or three weeks um, before we look to shut it down until we get hopefully what is a successfully completed high school season behind us, and then the podcast will get cranked back up again. Hopefully, um, sometime uh, in the new year, and certainly you know February to March time frame. I look forward to having more guests getting into more topics and and kind of continuing to make the podcast into something a little bit new and different as we get things restarted. But again, for those of you who are regular listeners, I apologize for the the hiatus and the shutdown. I kind of uncontrollable at this point outside of what we can control. And I want to do the best we can with the job that's in front of us, and we still want to keep the podcast rolling along when that becomes possible. And um, if you'll just hang with us, give us a little bit of time here. We'll get the podcast back up and running soon and look forward to hearing your feedback. And again, hopefully uh, the podcast has been something that's been good for you. And if you want to and are able to share it with other people who may not be aware of it, uh, there are some really good guests already. Obviously on the podcast, the episodes are all archived and, and you can check those out. I hope that you will. Uh, but we will be getting new content out this this week and in the next two or three weeks to come and then probably be shut down for the bulk of the winter Uh, but look forward to hopefully talking hoops with everybody again real soon. Hey, I want to take just a second and tell you how much I appreciate you listening to the talking hoops with coach John cook podcast. If you're a regular listener and you enjoy the podcast, I'd like you to consider uh, being a partner to the show. We've lost our sponsorship with anchor. They're still our platform, but the sponsorship agreement has ended after four months. and, And I would really like you to consider being a sponsor and a partner to the show. There's a place at Anchor. FM where you can uh, donate to the podcast on a monthly basis and it can be as small as a couple of dollars and as large as you would like it to be. Uh, And we would like to consider uh, some title sponsorship if we get some some donations that are are, are larger in nature. But I, I really am just hopeful that that a handful of listeners who enjoy what we do here would like to see this continue and allow us the opportunity to to gain from it and pay off some things, too on our end here at the podcast so if you're a regular listener to the podcast and you enjoy what we do and you have any interest at all in 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 being a sponsor and and making a monthly donation to the podcast please visit anchor.fm and uh, check out the option of of making a monthly donation to the podcast greatly appreciate your consideration and as always whether you're a donor or not uh, we hope you continue to listen and find enjoyment in talking hoops with coach john cook Thanks so much for listening again today. If you would like to listen to previous or future episodes of the Talking Hoops with Coach John Cook podcast, you can listen on Spotify or Google Podcasts as well as several other podcast platforms. Please review, rate, and subscribe. And if you would like to support the podcast financially, you can do so at anchor.fm backslash John Cook. That's J O N C O O K -K 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 zero. Anchor.fm. Backslash John dash cook zero. Thanks again. Hope to talk hoops with you again real soon.